Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Might as well call game four my high school prom because this certainly didn't live up to expectations and I'm walking home with an L. The Hoops and Hefeweizen's podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. I'm a couple of drinks in. Uh, I'm with Ruben. Uh, I am currently, uh, we're recording on Discord. This isn't our normal kind of setup here, but now there was... Yeah, th- this is a this is more of our kind of uh, off the cuff reaction pod kind of things, and uh, yeah, not a great look for our maps there, huh? <laughs> uh, not at all, man. You know what? It's funny because like I was like I was drinking with my cousins earlier because it's, it's it's his birthday, and mm-hmm. uh, you know we're hanging out talking about the game, blah blah, and stuff like that, and like I was like, sure. oh, like I don't want to watch the game here. Like I'm trying to go home. You know, because mm, I was like, come sure. home. So, like, I sobered up and was like, I'm going to go home, maybe have like a beer or two. Got home, like, realized I forgot to do some errands. And I was like, fuck, I got to go do some errands. So, by the time I actually got into like my, on my couch to watch the game, like, the game already started. And I didn't want to open up a beer because I was so fucking nervous. So, I'm sober, yeah, so the, I'm fucking sober. <laughs> like, the, the second quarter alone, you could just feel the, the air. Uh, you just felt it, yeah. Like, like the entire team was just not producing. Yeah, our superhero of a star, like our twenty-two-year-old Wunderkin, is just playing at half mast and just not exit. Like he he's doing the best he can, but like it seemed like I don't know if I've seen a more terrible Mavericks shooting night. Like not even not even in a regular season. Like this was brutal this was just nothing Terrible. was going in mid mid range uh close range uh firing range doesn't matter it's it's it shooting range it did not matter man yeah. like nothing was going in like it was just a cursed night from the beginning and it just felt off pretty much since the second quarter and we just could not claw back because like whenever games seem out of reach my thought process is is like all right we're down let's say we're down 30 i'm like hey if we can make it within 15 by the next quarter we're good you know what i mean like i give like myself like these little milestones to be excited and then like you know we just kept hovering at 20 points down and just like anytime that would seem like we did a little bit like there was a great turnaround jump shot by kp on paul george i'm like that was a man shot. That's what he should be doing. Okay, he's he's done it. Maybe this will like let the floodgates, you know, go. It's yeah. like no, not at all. It did not matter. It was just not nothing did well. Like even you know we threw Boban just for the sake of just throwing some different looks, and it just didn't matter. It it was just Kawhi and PG just going nuclear, and it it was. Uh, 
you know, it, it's yeah. frustrating. Yeah, dude. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I was, uh, I, I've never been more frustrated at, at KP more than anything else. Like, I, I think he's, he deserves a lot of the brunt of the, bl- the blame. I don't know if there is anything more useless than a KP screen. Like anyone can get around him, he puts no force behind it. Yeah, he doesn't roll to the basket, and he doesn't really pop. Like, and he's not hitting from outside. So it's like, what's the point of this guy just getting in the way of a dribbling lane at this point? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy though, because he actually had not a bad shooting night. You know, like right, everything else was like not completely there. You know, like it just like, and I know you know Squish talked about it the last you know uh, the last reaction pod where it was it's basically just like hey like. It almost seems like he's just like, you know, making sure he's healthy for his next stop. You know, like, mm-hmm. I feel like everyone like can see the writing on the wall, you know, like if the fans, yeah, if, the fans if, if the fans see it, the club sees it, you know, like that clubhouse mm-hmm. has to see it. Um, yeah, second back speaking of Squish, we got a question from Squish. Ooh, <laughs> okay. um, he said, uh, first question, why? Well, Squish, well, it's a, you know what? That's a loaded question there, Squish. That is. Um, and you're not here to defend yourself. So, <laughs> no, so, no, he's not. He's busy doing amazing things, actually. <laughs> um, but uh, Yeah, he, he, he's out making the world a better place for really, just drinking and talking basketball. Yeah, so, really uh, we really can't say much. But I, I don't know, man. Like, just, there's so much to unpack. Not, there's a lot to unpack, but not a lot to unpack. It's just like we just flat out sucked ass, you know, like, I don't know if that's, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if that's like the technical term, but like, we just sucked ass. And, uh, Oh, oh no. Our, our VORP uh, rating of this game just says sucked ass. ass. Like everybody, you know, like even Luca, <laughs> Luca's Luca literally playing with like a, like a hurt neck, which mm-hmm. I mean, like, that's really important, bro. Like a neck is very important. That's your nerves that go towards your entire body. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> That, that, uh, that should suck. be just the tagline of the Hoops and Half of Isons podcast. Hoops yeah. and Half of Isons podcast, quote, your neck is important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> old friend of the pod, Luca Dumthick, asks, uh, how much tequila should I drink tonight to down my sorrows? Okay, I'll say a quarter of a bottle is... Uh, that's actually probably is, a prime. prime like, it, it, it's like That's like the perfect amount. You'll get plenty drunk. There will be yeah. like if you're if you're at the place that you are going to sleep at, that is an a okay amount to have yeah. within reason. Yeah. If it's any more than that, you need to hide the bottle so drunk you does not find it. And have Pedialyte on you too, because uh... oh yeah, you'll you'll need drink your body weight in water uh, before yeah, going to bed. Yeah, because it's yeah. Uh, just yeah. Please be careful if you're drinking tonight. Uh, yeah, I feel, like, yes, a lot, I feel exactly. like some people may be just because it, you know this game fucking sucked. This was a this was a hard drinking night. Yeah, we're yeah. we're definitely uh, living up to our name of the hoops and half horizons <laughs> tonight. Uh, Jacob asks, uh, what adjustments need to be made offensively to get more open shots to, other, to others, not named Luca. So I was thinking about this. Um, I think the, the the worst offensive woe of the Mavericks right now is that there is not someone that consistently hits from outside that is not Luka. Um, or if they do hit from outside, it's almost it, – they're so streaky that they'll basically kind of let them have the shot. Um, Jalen Brunson, it, I feel like there's something – there's something – there that that needs to happen like there, there's 
I don't know if it's putting the ball more in his hands. I don't know if it's getting him off screens more because that dude knows how to create. I think the answer is not Josh Richardson. <laughs> um, yeah, because that, that seemed, that seemed to be our adjustment has been like, well, let's see what Josh can do. And you know what? Against Cape or uh, against Kawhi and PG, not a whole lot. Um, I I didn't see anything from Richardson that that made me think like, oh, okay, I'm glad he has the ball in his hands. Uh, you know, he had another one of those moments where he just dribbles into traffic and then nothing comes out of it. Um, but I, I feel like Brunson and Cleaver have to be, you know, it might actually be the, the adjustment that I heard that was suggested in the broadcast that I actually kind of agree with. I think like balancing out the min- minutes between Maxi and Dwight. Think if Dwight comes in there just being an actual rim runner and Bro, being I'm, a bit more of an internal force, yeah. like that may that may open up some stuff because if he gets enough lob dunks, if he gets enough, you know, internal pressures, he he hits his free throws, like that's that's gonna be better than just Maxi out there. Gimpy Maxi, which I know he's hurt, so I don't wanna like, you know, get on him too hard, but Maxi is just he's a wounded duck out there, man. Like he is shooting like a like awful right now. Sorry, I just saw that and, uh, Rick said uh, about Luca. He's in pain. It appeared to me that he couldn't turn left. He couldn't look to his mm-hmm. left. Why would you say that? Like, mm-hmm. why would you tell them that? Why would you say that? Oh, God damn it. Okay, anyway, go on. Sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, we now have the best Zoolander impersonator in the league. I guess so. You know, like, which, I mean, you can't turn left. Jesus, dude. Oh, Christ. Okay. Is there anyone on waivers that we can pick up for the playoffs? <laughs> Fuck, I wish I could do that. Um, so speaking of Green, speaking of Powell, um, Joseph asked, uh, do you think we see Green or Powell get more any or more minutes? Powell. Or Powell, whatever. Powell, 100%. Yeah, Green, I, I do. Dude, I think it was a fluke that, that Green played his first playoff minutes. Yeah, um, they, were there not, is, they were not expecting that from the No, absolutely not. So I think Powell... I, I think Rick gives some serious consideration to Powell's I think minutes. You, I uh, think next you have game. to at this point, man. Like you have to. Well, because what it comes down to is that their bigs are killing us, you know. And I mean, I guess it's kind of hard to call Kawhi and PG like they're not really bigs, but like they they are big, big people wings. and like <laughs> yeah, they're they're huge wings. I mean, like they're that's what makes the Clippers interesting is that these guys can kind of score from anywhere on the court, and they're you know they're not really defensively undersized for the modern NBA, which is pretty insane. So I think Dwight actually makes it like, I I don't know. I kind of want to take the risk with Dwight because he's just going to be a full hustle, all energy guy. And like that can kill you in, in, in one way or another, you know, that can be like, he tries so hard that he just doesn't even like execute, you know, uh, you know, kind of tires himself out kind of thing. Yeah. Or like that's the you know a couple of lob dunks, a couple of good you know possessions, a good couple you know a couple of good fouls, good couple of rebounds. Like that's what maybe energizes your bench to really you know get some confidence because that's something that we did not have this game. No. Just we we just didn't believe any shot was going in. Like I I don't know it was weird man. Like aside from like there was a dodo three that happened in like the late or like early fourth like. Every three pointer, everyone just kind of like you could just see like the Mavericks just kind of wincing at it as we took it. Yeah, and like it was all coming up short today. Like we could not keep up with the clips today. 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I agree though. I think like I think Powell will be the one out of those two to get minutes. Uh, you know, again, like Josh Green, he he was never meant to be playing in the series. You know, um, yeah. he seems more of a piece for next year and going forward. Um, I hope so. I, I like I to see that yeah, that, like, that guy develop because like what he does, I yeah. think we could use more of. But it's not something that you try figuring out during the playoffs. Yeah, you know, and uh, I mean that's just what it is. Uh, again, like pa- like I was surprised. I was like, damn, dude, Powell hasn't gotten in yet. Like. You know, like it's like mm-hmm. it was like halfway through the second, and I was like, "Really? Like you guys are just gonna leave, like, like keeps catching lobs as of late." You know, like he seemed to be getting his athleticism back. You know, towards the end of the season, I thought maybe we would throw him out there with with Luca a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's... I think what it, what 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 it came down to was I think uh, Rick was really banking on the perimeter offense of Luca, Dodo, Claber, and. Uh, Hardaway, and when none of those were clicking, it's just like okay, now it's throw anything else, and that's why. I mean, I don't know. As much as I love Boban, anytime I see him in the lineup, it's just like it feels like Rick's throwing in the towel. You know what I mean? Like just uh, all right, well, let's see what happens here. Like it's literally like his last ditch effort to like try something different. You know what I mean? It's funny because Luca L Doncic one asked, uh, talk about how Boban is unironically the answer for the Clippers going small because it worked for a second, like. He had like yeah. off like six points real quick and just like oh shit okay this is weird you know because he, he's great for a change of pace I would much rather see Boban in when we're up ten than we are down fifteen yeah you I, know like yeah. I I think like he's he's a fun like he's a fun luxury player in the sense of like okay here's this big that everyone underestimates and turns out he's a lot better than just like weird post moves but like he, he just really executes well like he's a he's a good player and also a, a fantastic passer like that he sets up other guys pretty damn well but it's also like that's that's not going to call you back into the game like to be honest the main thing i was like preying on was i was hoping that this would be like a weird trey burke just catches fire from downtown game like that that was that was the more likely uh hope that we would claw back into this game than it would have been uh Boban production. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man. Okay, I see other questions. <laughs> Let's see. Uh nope, we can't answer that one. Uh I was looking at the ones that we, we could maybe answer. Uh can the Mavs beat the Clippers without Luca being the best player on the court? This is from Optima. Um, it really, it's got to be like KP just going absolutely yeah. off. I mean, like in, in theory, like that can happen. There's been times where, like, like in the bubble, even like where KP just looked better than Luca at some points, you know, on offense or something. Um, well, it, well, here's here's the thing: if Luca's not gonna be the best person on the court, it's got to be like three other dudes basically pulling that weight. Like we've seen games where, all, yeah, Luca, yeah, Luca had like sub twenty points, but had like a fifteen assist because guys were just lighting it up. You know, yeah. if we have THJ and Dodo hitting fifty percent, I think we're you know we're doing okay. But if they're you know hitting in the seventeens, like that's you know, this is why we're at where we're at yep okay let's see our next question comes from john uh mm-hmm. rick has something planned question mark a big big question mark <laughs> <laughs> dude i have no idea man like i cannot believe well, i mean like obviously the talent level like you have two like two top like what like four wings like on the clippers you know like in the league right now mm-hmm. um 
So I mean that that time I mean and then they have a bunch of veterans that just know what they need to do like mm. John Rondo like I hate his ass but like he's been playing pretty well like for that team this year I mean this since he got there um I don't know sure. I think I still think that Rick would have like the tactical advantage over Ty Lue but it didn't look like that today you know um I mean I think we kind of overrate like coach strategy like there are some times where a coach can just simply be out coached like i mean the mavericks have suffered the worst part of that with uh just donnie nelson or sorry don nelson out coaching avery johnson uh in the we believe warriors you know that's that was a great example of just being out coached and not having an answer for uh you know a, a, a strategy uh, strategy only goes as far as your guy's production. You know, you can draw up a perfect play that gets a guy an open look, and if, but if that guy's not hitting that open look, that play didn't matter. You know, and that's, you know, I, I have faith in Rick. I, I, I really, I think this is just a bad execution game. And then you had two, two of the best players in the league, actually came forward. You know, with that. Uh, that dominance like that's what that's what it, like literally this game these games would have made more sense if we just swapped them you know if the Mavericks going oh and two and then coming to back. the Clippers yeah. and then coming back I feel like had the settings swapped this this series would make more sense but instead it hasn't and now it sucks because it sounds like you know you know our team is giving it all we can and it just sounds like we're just getting hurt and just yeah. not living up to potential right, but also yeah. Sorry, i don't know man like there's there's something about this team like where it's i i don't know if it's uh you know is it just lack of experience is it because a lot of these guys are undrafted you know undrafted or uh late first round or second round talent where they're just not used to this you know kind of the the big pressure games like i i don't want to put that juju on the mask because i think ultimately like they're doing the best with what they can but like i i I wonder how much of it is just like their nerves getting to them to where they're like trying so you know what i mean like where they they seem like they're being like they're playing under the moment rather than just like just playing their game and relaxing and like you know you can kind of see someone's body uh Sorry, I completely lost a word. Like their uh, their body language change yeah. from like when they're tense and when they're f- kind of stressed out and freaked out, as opposed to just like being in control and just like having confidence in how they shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I feel like the only person that has a little bit of that uh, that calm demeanor is Doncic, but like even he's like just trying to claw us back into realistic situations, and it's just not working. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, like, it's just what it is. It's, it's, you know, this series has just been—it's been so fucking weird. <laughs> you know, yeah. We we go. It's not been great. We go to their house. You know, take two. They come to our house. They take two. Like, and everybody on Twitter is like, "Oh, good thing we have you know we have more home game. We have more away games than home." And I'm like, I don't know. Man. <laughs> like, I really know yeah, it would it would have really been nice to snag one of these. Like, yeah, yeah. That's that's what should have happened and it did not yeah uh we're gonna do one last question um some sure. rohan uh rohan asks uh 
can anyone on the team become the guy when Luca's cold, or do we need to find them elsewhere during the offseason? Hmm. This is hard, man. Because like, there's so many things that can happen. Well, if, if if money could play, it should be Porzingis at this point. You know, that's yeah. the reason that you yeah. put down the money and invest the guys. Like, hey, like that's the point of having like that one one a one b guy you know is that like hey when one a is having an off night one b comes through and it just seems like okay either one a guy goes off and one b has a good game or one a like falters and then one b falters that, that i don't see it's rare when luca's had a poor game and somebody else steps up um you know we, we, we've had it happen but it's it's rare you know it's it's you know, Tim Hardaway going for, you know, six for 11 or something, you know, or uh, Dodo hitting all of his open looks or Kleber, you know, lighting it on fire from deep. Like it's, it's, it's gotta be, you know, it, it's ultimately it's, it's something that you can't bank on happening when your best player isn't producing, you know? And I, I think that's, that's, it's not a great plan, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just like, it's just like, what's our backup plan? Prayer. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, I mean, like, really, it's all the questions. Like, we, had, we got a bunch of them, but, I mean, bro, it's late. It's just, you know, I'm not, oh, trying, sure. no, I'm not, I'm not trying to dwell on the fucking loss and bullshit like that. No, nah, me, me neither. I figure we just have some fun while yeah. we're uh, while we're both up, you know, yeah. making it work. I mean, might as well, man. But, yeah, man, like, we'll see what happens, man. They can always come back and surprise us, but. You know, uh, I I think so. I I think I think there is, uh, you know, there there's a lot to be taken from just having two days of rest like that. I know that the, that seems like we're kind of overstating how hurt the Mavericks are, but it's like, man, like <laughs> seems like two days is gonna hopefully make a world of difference. And you know, just got like when I see a bunch of shots fall short that just that just tells me a tired team so hopefully you know we get some rest between now and then and uh you know sneak another win in la and who knows maybe la is our new home court advantage yeah so all right guys uh that will conclude today's (laughs) that's the end of today's podcast man uh this uh yeah thank you guys for rocking with us uh this season so far uh i'm hoping it continues uh beyond this round (laughs) Because uh, I, I love playoff basketball, even when it sucks like this, because I love to feel things. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I might go have a Bison's podcast. We love to feel yeah, things. I might go crack open a beer after this, actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll join you. Because I, I feel I feel more awake now that I did this. But uh, <laughs> um, with that, uh, I'll see you guys later. Bye, guys. <laughs>